0: Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. You're listening to Simply Stogies, a monthly podcast dedicated to the cigar enthusiast. Light up a Stogie, sit back and relax while James brings you along on his journey as a new cigar smoker. Simply Stogies will review cigars, discuss topics that cigar aficionados find important, and will probably learn a few things along the way. Now, here's your host of Simply Stogies, James. Welcome to Simply Stogies. I am your host, James. This episode. There are a couple of things that I'll be talking about. The first is my review of the Stolen Throne Oath Taker, a Cigar Federation exclusive cigar. And I'll be going over my written review and why I scored it the way I did because I believe it's important for me to get that out there and and for everyone to understand why it scored where it did. I'll also be covering Celebration Cigars. What is a Celebration Cigar? Uh, As we approach the holidays, that question inevitably comes up in everyone's mind. They start to look through the humidor. So I'll cover what I believe those are uh, and and what you can be smoking this holiday season. Speaking of holiday season, I'd invite you all to go to the YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel has uh, some great content there, including Cigars and Coffee. Uh, The latest episode of Cigars and Coffee that will be released this coming Saturday Uh, We'll have a gift guide for men, Uh, basically what not to buy your wives as Tim and I uh, escape the coronavirus and COVID-19 by going to our respective garages and recording over Zoom. Uh, So please check that out. Just go to YouTube.com and search for Simply Stogies. And while you're on the Internet, I invite you to go to creativebraincandy.com and check out the great family of podcasts we have there, including Spoiler They Die hosted by Kat and Logan, two chicks who from Canada who tell each other news stories about serial killers and true crime every week. This is a great true crime podcast. They put a comedic spin on it to keep you entertained while they give you all the gory details of serial killers throughout recent history. Check it out, creativebraincandy.com or wherever you get your podcasts at there is one more announcement that I would like to make. We will be canceling our Patreon and moving to a Buy Me a Coffee account on January 1st. Now, I know for the majority of you that listen to this podcast, it doesn't matter. But for my patrons, it does. I've already made that announcement, but I want to make sure that everyone knows that beginning January 1st, our Patreon account will be canceled and you will no longer be able to support us on Patreon. Instead, Buy Me a Coffee will allow you our supporters to support us in a few different ways. There will be a monthly membership just like Patreon, uh, but it will also allow listeners to support us with one-time donations, which has been something that I have been asked about uh, consistently. If there was a way to donate just one time, now there will be with Buy Me A Coffee. I will also have an announcement next month with exciting details about a new members-only club that uh, will be available on Buy Me A Coffee, so please Look forward to that. So the first thing that I'd like to cover today is my review of the Stolen Throne Oath Taker. This was a Cigar Federation exclusive, very limited amount put out by Lee Marsh and company uh, from Stolen Throne. Uh, it was exclusive to Cigar Federation. Lee Marsh teamed once again with Master Blender Noel Rojas to create this cigar for Cigar Fed. It's a Toro size with an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, uh, a Nicaraguan binder, and an undisclosed uh, filler along with Nicaraguan filler. Lee kept this pretty close to the to the vest this time and didn't really disclose what it was. It's such a small quantity, but it's an interesting blend nonetheless. It's a blend that I actually really enjoyed. It's it's probably it, it could have been one of the best cigars I've ever smoked hands-down period. Now, I know that might be controversial, uh, especially with Stolen Throne fans. I know the Crook of the Crown is a great cigar. Uh, Call to Arms is a fantastic cigar. In fact, everything that I've had from Stolen Throne has been nothing less than spectacular when it comes to flavor. However, this cigar did uh, underperform in one area, and and, and I will get to, to that area here very, very shortly. But just know that if it weren't for this one area, this cigar would have been the highest rated cigar that I've personally done. Now I smoked two of these, one of these I smoked outside uh, and it was warm for the beginning of of November. And, but it was a little breezy. And the other, I smoked uh, in a, in a cigar lounge, my local lounge in Davenport Habano. And so when both of these cigars had burn issues, that's when I kind of went, Hmm, there might be, There might be something more here. From the outside, the cigar looked fine. I couldn't find anything wrong visually with the cigars. They looked absolutely gorgeous. It was a very inviting shade of brown. Uh, There were a few seams and only one visible vein, but that one visible vein uh, may come into play a little bit later. And I'm a sucker for a closed foot. I really like the closed foot on a cigar. It gives you... I feel like when you light that, it gives you a great pop of flavor uh, of, of the wrapper, and it uh, it allows you to really wake up your palate and start to appreciate what it is you're you're about to uh, what you're about to taste. I cut the cigar with no problem, none whatsoever. It was great. Typically, if I have a problem with a cigar wrapper, or I have a problem with something unraveling it's because of user error. It's because I've cut too deeply and gone uh, past the shoulder. That wasn't the case this time, either time. Uh, And so when it started to unravel and I started to to see that later on in the second cigar, where I was at the lounge in a controlled environment, again, you start to take notice of these things and, and we'll get to that here in just a second. The oath taker doesn't, put out a, a, a lot of smoke but it puts out a, a fair amount a good amount enough to coat your mouth it's it's not a chimney it's not a, a train it's not a steam engine it doesn't have that kind of, of smoke output but it, it's a satisfying amount of smoke in your mouth it gives you some a, a great mouth feel once the once the foot was lit and, and I got that initial blast of flavor on both both cigars the the burn was not straight. And if you go to simplystokies.com and you take a look at my review of this, you can see just how wonky of a burn it is. Now, that's not to say that this wasn't well constructed and this was this was my disconnect. This was was where I had a really hard time trying to figure out how I wanted to to rate this cigar. When I smoked the first cigar, like I said it was outside was a little bit breezy, so I didn't think too much about the the burn that was very uneven. It never needed it touched up. I never touch it up unless it's absolutely gonna go canoe on me. And it and it never did. It just didn't burn very even. It was very lopsided. It was one side did not want to burn. But when the ash finally fell that on that first cigar that I had, the ash was was a good inch and a half, two inches, almost three inches long probably and it fell in one in one clump it hit the ground and it it didn't flake it held together and it was probably a 3 foot drop i was i was stunned it is a well constructed cigar it the, the ash was not flaky it was very tight it was a well constructed cigar both times the ash was never flaky it was very tight. It was like stacking uh, nickels, is what it looked like. It was a beautiful shade of white with with black streaks through it. It was just a very appealing looking cigar the whole time, and there was never really any concern about construction when i when I went to light it. But like I said, when you once it was lit, one side just refused to burn. This was on both cigars. The first third. You get hints of pepper, cream, earth, nuts. It's very enjoyable. It is a great experience. And it starts, this first third lays that foundation. It's the first act, the first movement of this cigar. It's the base for what you're about to experience flavor-wise. The second third, again, a wonky burn, very uneven. The ash is super tight, not flaky, very compact, and you get dried fruit, baking spices, pepper. I know these are all very generic, and I'm not picking out very specific flavors like cinnamon or nutmeg or what type of pepper. This is just what I was picking up, but it was... It was subtle. It was nuanced. It was complex. These flavors were weaving together in and out. And the second third was heralded by a sudden change in flavor. It went from this creamy, earthy nuttiness to this almost musty mushroom type of of earth, almost mineral. And as these flavors weave in and out, melding with one another, complementing one another. That's when I was able to start picking out things like cinnamon and raisin. And honestly, this was the first time I had ever tasted raisin in a cigar. I know people say that they taste it all the time in Opus X. I never get that from Opus X. Cinnamon is something that I get, but this had cinnamon and raisin. It was absolutely amazing. And then a hint of white pepper. There was there was some spice on the retrohale. It was just absolutely, it started building. It, it, it started building. And once we got to that final third, again there was a sudden shift in flavor. Bitter espresso and pepper. Everything starts to come to this beautiful crescendo with the final third. And I start getting, I start getting hints. Of what I tasted in the first and second third. And it was magnificent. It was. It was as if Lee Marsh and Noel Rojas. Were. Writing their magnum opus. It was absolutely amazing. I loved every minute of it. Until. The wrapper started to unravel. And it didn't unravel. And you can take a look at the pictures. At simplystogies.com. It didn't unravel from the head. It was past the shoulder. Well past the shoulder. And it was where it was attached to that seam, to that vein, uh, that, that, that I could see earlier and the burn issue on the second one for that final third, it, it started to straighten up a little bit. Again, I didn't touch it up, but it was never super even. It was never razor sharp. Uh, and that's a me thing, I think, because honestly, does that, does that impact your cigar experience? And that's, those are the questions that I had to ask myself for the cigar. And honestly, this was probably the hardest cigar, uh, to, to, to give a a review to that I, that, that I've done yet. When I started to, when I started to write this review, the flavor progression was nothing short of spectacular. It was amazing. It was, it's one of the better cigars I've ever had. It's, it's one of the best cigars. It's in my top five. And I know that's a strong thing to say. Uh, When, when my top five, you know, consists of things like a Castagli Spilato, a, Davidoff art edition, 2016 like to throw this super limited release in there with that. Like I get it and I might get crucified for that, but I really enjoyed the cigar. I I really did, but I, I couldn't just base my review and my scoring on the flavor of the cigar. I wish I could. And while that's a big part of it, The cigar experience also includes the burn experience. And the burn on this cigar was just not good. There's no other way to put it. While I didn't have to touch it up, it never burned right. It was always lopsided until the very end. And it it was such a disconnect for me. And then the unraveling of the cigar from literally nowhere in in a controlled environment, I was shocked. What I gave the Oath Taker is an 8.7, and I took a full point off for the unraveling. Is that harsh? Maybe. The burn experience on both cigars was less than stellar. Now, I want to be very clear. I don't put this on Stolen Throne. I just don't. I put this on how these were packaged. Now, normally, when I get a cigar... I let it sit for about a month to two months before I start a review. This one, the release date was September 1st, 2020. So I didn't let this sit nearly as long as what I've let some of the other ones sit. And I put this on Cigar Federation for how they packaged it. That's who I lay the blame on. And it really goes to... It really goes to how much do you care about your customer? How much do you care about your, your cigar? I, I order a lot of cigars. I have said on this show, I have said on this program many times, I don't have a local b and I still don't. The nearest one is an hour and a half away. There are certainly not a lot of places in the Midwest where I can get stolen, thrown to begin with. And this was exclusive to Cigar Federation. So when this came out, I immediately put my order in because I'm a huge fan of call to arms. I'm a huge fan of crook of the crown. Uh, and I like Lee Marsh. I think Lee Marsh is doing things in the cigar industry that I wish a lot of the the rest of the cigar industry would do, which is why he ended up on our, our uh, he and stolen throne ended up on our top 10 boutique list. Cause I think boutique is where it's at. It's just me personally. When I, when I placed the order, it took four or five days for the order to get to me from cigar federation. And I was disappointed, as I am every time I order anything from Cigar Federation. This isn't a one-off thing. If it was, I wouldn't say anything. I I would maybe score the cigar. I don't know, a little higher, maybe. But because it's exclusive to them, and the way they shipped it was less than than stellar, like this is for me that that points on them, because this cigar deserves to be. It deserves to be in, in the nines. At the very minimum in the nines. I think it's that good of a cigar. When I opened up the package, there were four. Now, I guess I should preface this. Stolen Throne Oath Taker is shipped. I, I bought a fiver, so it was a, it came in a bundle of five. And that's it. They put it in, they put it in a Ziploc bag. There was no Bovida pack. There was no humidification pack. And inside the Inside the box, which wasn't a flat rate box, this fiver would have fit inside a small flat rate box and it would have been snug, but it would have been fine. Uh, in, inside this box, which wa- gave four or five inches on each side uh, from the cigar, and this was a six inch cigar, so it was probably a 10 inch box. And then it was probably, I would say, six inches, so a 10 by six box. There's plenty of space. They put in Four four of those airbags, two in the bottom and two on the top. And it just kind of, you could still shake it. And this is how they package everything. Nothing is packaged securely. Nothing is packaged in a way, and I'll bring up another online retailer, Small Batch Cigars. Nothing is packaged the way they would do it. And the way that they do it, or the way that I would do it, is... I would put the cigars in a ziploc. Then I would make sure the Ziploc is taped so that inside the ziploc the cigars aren't moving. And then I would wrap that in saran wrap. And then I would wrap that in bubble wrap. And then I would make sure that if I was sending it in a box that was that was bigger than the cigars, where the cigars just don't fit inside there, that I am taking away all of the all of the airspace for the cigars to move and be jostled around while the postal service is delivering these cigars. And that's what Small Batch does. Cigar Federation doesn't. It's literally put in a bag, throw it in a box, and, and ship it. And it just doesn't work. And this is not the, like I said, this is not the first time that I've ordered from Cigar Federation that, that my cigars have come like that. But I can promise you this, it's the last time I will ever order from Cigar Federation. I don't care how exclusive the cigar is for Cigar Federation. I don't care how good the deal is from Cigar Federation. I have been disappointed with every order that I've put in from them. And I don't, I'm not trying to disparage them because Cigar Federation is, I mean, they always have good cigars. They've always got cigars on sale. They've got great cigars. They've got great deals, but they just don't ship it right. At least not in my experience. And maybe yours Your experience, they have. In mine, they have not, each time. So for that reason, I gave uh, the Stolen Throne Oath Taker an 8.7, but I wanted to be clear with you guys on why I did that because I really do think it's a phenomenal cigar. It's definitely higher than an 8.7 or an 87 on the 100-point scale. It is definitely higher than that. It is probably a 9.4, 9.5, maybe even a 9.7. It's that good. I really enjoyed it. I thought that that final third was so well put together and so well blended. I I was left speechless at both times I smoked it because I was just like, wow, maybe the first time I was picking something up that I shouldn't have. No, the second time was the same thing. It is a magnum opus that's tainted by poor shipping practices from Cigar Federation. So the other item that I want to talk to you guys and gals about tonight is Celebration Cigar. Now, for those of you who might not know, I I started my cigar journey in June of 2018. So I haven't been smoking that long. And for me, it was when I started this hobby, every time I smoked, it was a mini Celebration. And really, I think that's what cigars were for a lot of people. Every time you had the opportunity to to sit down and smoke, it was a mini celebration. Now with COVID and the Rona keeping everybody home, especially once again, as the numbers begin to spike here in November 2020, the cigar hobby has become almost just that a hobby. It's no longer for me. It's no longer a celebration, but it's an actual hobby. Every time I smoke a cigar, I am, I I have to keep myself out of the weeds. Like what is the, what's the wrapper on this? What am I tasting? Unless I am really trying to, to review something for the website or for this podcast, I try to stay out of the weeds and I try to shut my brain off and, just forget the outside world because of everything going on. And I have more time to do that now because of everything going on. So it's literally every day is at minimum a two cigar day. And with some of the shops that I visited uh, in the last few months, that seems to be the case. They're up year over year because people are able to stay home and smoke more often. So it's not, purely a celebration thing anymore. It's uh, i I've got a couple of hours to burn uh, or I'm working and I can work from home. I'm going to work and enjoy a cigar. So this year, I kind of feel that during the holidays, things are going to be a little bit different for everybody. And for those of us in the hobby who are really steeped in the hobby, that's been the case. It's always, what am I going to smoke? it's a celebration, it's Christmas, it's Thanksgiving, I'm with friends, I'm with family. What am I going to smoke? And honestly, for the last couple of years, it's always been easy for me because I've been able to pick out a Davidoff, or I've been able to pick out uh, a Castagli, or I've been able to pick out a Padron, or I've been able to pick out an ultra premium cigar in Opus X, Lost City, and I get those ultra premium cigars and it's always been these are special occasion cigars. And I think we all have those. But now that everyone's been home, I'm like, I find myself smoking more ultra premium. As they say, Uh, I find myself smoking more Opus X. I find myself smoking more Davidoff. I find myself smoking more Castagli. I find myself smoking more Padron and I find reasons to do that. So I thought I thought it would be fun to go with you, the listener, and go through some very special occasion cigars uh, that I may smoke this Christmas, this holiday season, uh, as we uh, as we all kind of hunker down again uh, because of the Rona. So the very first cigar that I would offer as a celebration cigar is a cigar that I certainly do not smoke every day. Would be. A Cohiba, a Cuban Cohiba. I happen to have some Siglo 4s. So that would be my go-to, one of my go-to celebration cigars this year. If I'm going to go Davidoff, which I have a lot of Davidoff. I I enjoy Davidoff. But out of that ultra-premium brand, what is a Celebration Cigar? For me, it's anything from the Zodiac series. So, Year of the Dog, Year of the Rooster, Year of the Ox, which is coming out uh, here at the uh, end of this year. I think tomorrow, actually, uh, the uh, the sixteenth on Monday, that releases to the world. So that would be that would be something that I would do, or a royal uh, a royal release, uh, a Davidoff royal release, uh, either either the Salamone or the Robusto. Another Celebration Cigar, and I actually just smoked one of these recently, and and to be honest, I don't remember what I was celebrating. And that's kind of the whole issue and the whole point of me talking about this, right? Because what is a Celebration Cigar? What constitutes having a a, a Celebratory Cigar? And what is a Celebratory Cigar? But the hammer, the Padrone 50th Hammer, uh, that was a fantastic smoke. It was was almost, uh, if I'm being honest, it may have been a little one-dimensional for my taste. But it was smooth. It was a, a great burn. I absolutely enjoyed it. And, and so, if you're going to spend the money on a $30 or $40 cigar, that's something that I think about. And then, of course, for me, the ultimate, the pent-ultimate uh, celebratory cigar would be the Castagli Spilato, which, in my opinion, is probably one of uh, the best cigars ever made. I really, really enjoy that. It's limited edition. Uh, So when it's gone, it's gone, although I do think there are rumors that they may be coming out with a Spallotta too. So what is this ultra-premium cigar? What are these celebratory cigars? Well, typically they're cigars that cost more than what you would normally spend on a cigar. So for some people, that price tag is $15. For some, it's $20. For some, it's $30. For some, it's $40. For some, it's $50. And and for others yet, it's $100. Uh, The uh, Cohiba Beehike 52, 54, 56, I believe, are the the three sizes it comes in. Or the Cohiba Talisman. All $75, $100 cigars. Now, I'll be honest. I have a $100 cigar in my collection. I have a couple uh, in my collection that I didn't purchase. Uh, They were on, like, you buy this, you get this. So you spend x amount you get this and that's what how I, I got them i did not they were they were freebies quote unquote that were worked into the price of of whatever else i had purchased i'm not sure any cigar is worth 100 dollars and to be completely honest i'm not sure any cigar is worth 30 or 40 dollars of course that's very subjective and it's all about what you're willing to pay and i certainly have in my collection 30 40 50 dollar cigars so when When I sit down and I want to celebrate Christmas and I want to celebrate Thanksgiving and friends and family and health and this horrible year coming to an end, those are the cigars that I'll be looking at. So for my lineup, my personal lineup, Cohiba Siglo 4, Cohiba Medio Tiempo, uh, probably a Spallado a Davidoff Royal release Salomon, and possibly a Davidoff a year of the dog that I think that's where I'm at with where I want to go for celebratory cigars. But here's what I want to know. You, the listener, tell me what some of your celebratory cigars are. You can do that via Instagram, uh, Instagram at simply stogies podcast, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash simply stogies podcast or on Twitter at simply stogies three different ways. Or you can email us at info at simply stogies.com and let me know what you're smoking this, this uh, holiday season. Do you already have your lineup picked out or are you still finding just the right sticks? So let me know. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of simply stogies podcast. I want to thank you for joining. Uh, Remember, tune in next time where we'll have more details about the members-only club that will be coming up with Buy Me a Coffee January 1st. And remember, friends, stay smoky. Thank you for listening to Simply Stogies. Please rate and review Simply Stogies on iTunes. You can follow James on his cigar journey on Instagram at Simply Stogies Podcast, all one word, and on Twitter at the Twitter handle at Simply Stogies.